재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Stylishly cooking for Cooking Style on a Friday morning. We got a recipe which I think will excite many people uh, who have uh, lived or visited in uh, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, places like that, uh, where Easter is a big deal. You know, um, many countries will be celebrating around the world this weekend, and uh, one of the things that is uh, often eaten to celebrate Easter in certain countries is the hot cross bun. That's right. Uh, it's basically a yeasted sweet bun that's lightly spiced and uh, studded with raisins. Or currants, or sometimes cranberries, different types of dried fruits, and marked on top with a cross that may be piped with icing. No, 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 but judge. I like Ic- the icing. No, you, no, icing, icing is is the is the lazy is way the to do it. Cherry on top. No, and so are the cranberries. Mm. You Americans with your cranberries. None <laughs> of that in this. It's currants or nothing. I tell you. Okay. Um, no, it, it certainly it's certainly in the UK traditionally it's a flour cross. So you make it with a flour paste and put it on top. Oh, you don't cut the cross. You know what I mean. You see, you make a you make a, a, a cross with a flour paste, and you put it on top of the bun, and as it bakes on top of the bun. I'm yeah. thinking about you know how when you have a, a pie and you want to leave a little air hole. No, so no, you cut no, a no, cross. no, no. It's not like that at all. Uh, no, it's it actually it actually looks like a, a proper a proper cross, like mm-hmm. it's been drawn on or something. And uh, these buns are actually older than you would think. They date back to something like the 12th century. It's quite incredible. According to uh, the origin story, an Anglican monk baked the buns and marked them with a cross in honor of Good Friday, and so they gained popularity over the years and became, uh, well, a symbol of the Easter weekend. However, at one point they were quite controversial. Yeah, that's right. Towards the end of the 16th century or so, Queen Elizabeth I banned the sale of hot cross buns and other spice breads until Good Friday. Christmas and funerals because they were believed to have sort of a, a magical power, and she was fearful of these properties being abused. Then, what was the, that magical power that she was fearful of? And people used to believe that if they hung a hot cross bun from the kitchen rafters on Good Friday, the bread would remain fresh and mold-free throughout the entire year. Now, this goes back to the body of Christ, which, uh, according to the Bible, did not show any signs of decay after his crucifixion and prior to his resurrection as well. Now, it isn't clear why uh, Queen Elizabeth I was fearful of it, though, but she was and made this kind of tradition. Uh, yes, uh, it's it, it's a quite odd, uh, but uh, not to worry. People were still making these buns, uh, no matter what the Queen said, and uh, they kept on getting more and more popular. And eventually, became too difficult to enforce the law, and uh, the buns uh, the buns were allowed back in public again. Now there are many different recipes. You know, and I can argue with all sorts of people as to how to make the buns and how to make the crosses, whether you ice or whether you cut or whether you put the flour paste on. Okay. I tell you. I tell you, but judge. It's my way or the highway. Really? (laughs) The Matthews. So how does the Matthews household uh, create these buns? Okay. All right. Well, it's it's very simple. It's just like making any uh, yeasted sweet bun. You're going to need about 450 grams of strong white flour, plus extra for dusting. You're going to need uh, two seven-gram sachets of, uh, of uh, dry yeast, 50 grams of caster sugar, 150 milliliters of warm milk, uh, one egg beaten, 50 grams of unsalted butter uh, melted, and then you want some oil for greasing. Uh, you'll also need a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, uh, 
half a teaspoon of mixed spice, a quarter teaspoon of grated nutmeg. Uh, I love the nutmeg. Some people, some people can't get their hands on it, so they just use the cinnamon instead. And then to decorate, you will need uh, four tablespoons of plain flour and a couple of tablespoons of granulated sugar. Okay, so first thing is first, you want to put the flour, the yeast, the caster sugar and the salt into a large mixing bowl with the spices and dried fruit. And you want to mix it up real well. Make a well in the center and pour in the warm milk, the 50 milliliters of warm water, the beaten egg and the melted butter. So you mix all the wet and the dry ingredients together to form this dough. And you start with a wooden spoon and finish with your hands. Uh, if the dough is too dry, then you add a little warmer water. If it's too wet, then you add a little more flour. And uh, sure, it's just on. like making bread. Mm. Uh, yeah, so you want to knead that in the bowl or on a floured surface until it becomes smooth. It can take a little bit of time and it will stick to your fingers, but eventually the dough will uh, start to get a little less sticky. And then once it gets to that smooth consistency, transfer it to a clean, lightly greased bowl. Cover loosely with a clean and damp tea towel and you want to leave it in a warm place to rise until it has roughly doubled in size, maybe about an hour or so, depending how warm the room is. In this room, I think it'll probably take about 30 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's quite, <laughs> it's quite steamy in, in here. here. <laughs> now, you want to tip the risen dough, uh, the risen dough onto a lightly floured surface. So you need for a few seconds and divide it into 12 even portions. So shape each portion into a smooth round and place uh, on a Baking sheet greased with butter, leaving some room between each bun for it to rise and spread out. Now you want to use a small, sharp knife to score across uh, on top of each bun. You don't have to. This is I'm what I'm talking about with the knife, you know. Um, then cover it with a damp tea towel again and leave it in a warm place to uh, to rise again. And you want to heat the oven 20, oh, sorry, 200 degrees uh, or around 180 degrees Celsius or yeah, centigrade? Yeah, depending whether you're fan-assisted or not. And now, when they're ready to bake, this is where you need to put the cross on. So you mix uh, the plain flour that you set aside, that four tablespoons, with just enough water to give you that thick paste, and you're going to spoon it into a piping bag uh, and then pipe it into a white cross onto the buns. Mm. So you can use those scores as a guide. You don't have to do that. My mum never did this. She just piped it on. I tell okay. you. I tell you. Um, you're then going to bake them for about 12 to 15 minutes until the buns are golden and they sound hollow when tapped on the bottom. And while they're still warm, you want to melt the granulated sugar with a tablespoon of water in a small pan, brush them over the buns to give them a little bit of a glaze. And there you have it, a delicious sweet breakfast treat to celebrate Easter. Perfect. So... That acts as the icing, kind of, the melted water and sugar. It's a glaze. It's a glaze. I wouldn't call it an icing. <laughs> I would do that. I would definitely try the icing out, but uh, I guess that's a... No, that's not traditional, yeah, the judge, it's I a modernised version of the hot cross buns. It's not a cinnamon, cinnamon roll, I tell you there. Oh, you know. yeah. yeah it's something different entirely. Cream cheese on top, something? No, never, never, never. <laughs> All right, it's the end of part three. We hope you enjoy your hot cross buns, and we hope you enjoy a taste of Boney M. My baker.